over the years, so many moms have said, okay, I'm starting to homeschool my kid and I'm really struggling because I want to find a place where they can go and make a lot of friends and I can actually make some friends too. And some of these moms have said, but I really want to drop my kid off and leave them. Other moms say, oh, but I really want to be involved in a community. So today I want to talk about two options we have as homeschooling parents. One is the homeschool co-op. One is the homeschool tutorial. What's the difference? Most moms don't know. And this was something that I enjoyed so much learning about on our journey and was very specific with what our family needed. So today I'm going to break those two down for you so you can decide what works best for you in this season of your homeschool journey. Hey mamas, welcome to Her Home and Heart podcast. Do you want balance in your home life and peace in your heart at the end of each long day? Do you want to let go of feelings of failure because you've yelled at the kids again despite promising yourself and God you'd stop? I'm Katie. I'm a homeschooling mom who also had little kids and wanted to create a thriving home environment. In this podcast, you'll find resources for holistic living, heart connection with your family, and homeschooling so that you won't wake up to regret one day. Even if you have outside-the-box learners or your own health challenges, you'll find support here. Breathe deeply, grab a coffee, and let the kids go play, because it's time for you to find peace and fulfillment that you've been longing for. Let's go! Hey, my precious friends. For three and a half years, I have had a calling in my heart for the special needs community that I simply can't ignore. God is still whispering it to me and urging me to take action. Steve and I have spent the last three years searching for a way that we can bring this idea to life and share it with the world. Finally, the fog has lifted and we are ready to reveal it to you all. It's still in its raw stages, so please bear with us as we embark on this very exciting journey together with you. In December of 2017, after 13 years of navigating the challenges, and there have been many challenges, of raising special needs children, Steve and I walked into a large neurodevelopmental institute. We were desperate for help at this point, having tried everything else to support our son, and we didn't feel there was anything left. As we entered that institute, we encountered families from all corners of the world, each one facing their own struggles with their precious children. Despite their broken bodies, their souls radiated with beauty. We were accustomed to waiting rooms, jokingly referring to them as quality family time. <laughs> we did our best to make the most of those moments. However, what we discovered in that lobby was beyond our expectations. It was a place of warmth and healing and genuine connection. Those families swiftly became our extended family, our aunts, our uncles, and our best friends. No longer did we feel isolated or misunderstood. We found solace in each other's presence, offering hope, comfort, and encouragement. For years, we cheered one another on as we embarked on this intensive neurodevelopmental treatment program that our children were enrolled in. Despite being scattered around the globe, we stayed connected. We shared valuable resources, wisdom, and comfort. It became became very clear to us that this sense of community was what was missing for special needs families everywhere. We had been in the special needs world since 2004, and we knew that special needs families like ours crave connection, a supportive network, trusted resources, and fellow warriors who really understand the unique challenges that we face. 
For the past three years, we have tirelessly sought ways to recreate that lobby feeling for families, even with a pandemic and all the logistical hurdles that special needs families encounter daily. And then it struck us. We need an online membership. We can bring that powerful sense of connection, support, resources, and comfort to families wherever they are. It's an opportunity to bridge the gaps, provide guidance, comfort one another, and just create a safe haven for our families with special needs children to thrive. While this vision is still taking shape, we can't do it alone. We don't have all the answers, but we know that the answers we need will come from all of you, our special needs parents in our community. That's why we are extending an early invitation to you, especially if you're willing to contribute your ideas and help shape this remarkable community. As a founding member, you'll not only benefit from significantly reduced price, but also you will have a say in how we can make this the absolute best support system for special needs families. When we launch this membership officially, that will launch, that will be at about a $47 a month price, considering the immense value of connection and resources and everything that will be provided, that is going to be a no brainer. But here's the best part. If you join as a founding member, which is going to be open for one week only, your price will be only $27 a month, and even less if you join yearly or pay for a lifetime membership. What's more is that your founding member price will be locked in for as long as you remain a part of our community. Even as we raise the price for new members, you'll continue to enjoy the exclusive founding member rate while you are an active member. I want to emphasize and remind you that not every detail here is set in stone. Together, we'll mold this membership into something extraordinary because of your invaluable input. Our official launch is set for this summer, and until then, we are going to be buzzing with excitement. We're going to end totally fueled by the exchange of ideas among our founding members. It truly excites me to think of how this community will serve each one of us, empowering us to thrive despite the challenges that come with raising a special needs child. It's an opportunity to create a life where we not only survive, but we truly flourish. I cannot express how thrilled I am to see where this journey takes us. I firmly believe that God has placed this idea in our hearts for a beautiful purpose, and Steve and I are committed to making it a reality. Today marks the beginning of an incredible adventure, and years from now, we're gonna look back and say, do you remember when? I invite you to join us on this extraordinary path. Become a founding member and extend this invitation, please, to any other special needs families that you know would be a perfect fit. All you need to do is visit herhomeandheart.net backslash T-G-H, which it stands for the greater honor, and take the first step towards this future that is gonna be filled with support, connection, and growth. The link is also in the description of this podcast. Together, we can build a community where special needs families have one another, embarking on the journey together and make a lasting impact on the lives of all of our family members. Join today as a founding member of The Greater Honor and let's shape the future of support for special needs families. Remember, this exclusive founding member pricing is only available for a week. So take advantage of the opportunity now. Go to herhomeandheart.net slash TGH 
or the link in the description, and let's get this incredible journey started together. Thank you for being a part of this vision, and I cannot wait to welcome you. In the beginning of the homeschool journey, it's really very common to be confused, to be unclear on what's available, what's out there. You know, you've heard about a resource or two from some friends, maybe from some people at church, and you've started your journey. Maybe you're hitting some some road bumps. I had a mom reach out to me just this week who said we started in September and she just isn't sure what to do. Her child is resisting and she just really would like to find a school setting for him without setting, sending him to school. And she doesn't want to stop homeschooling, though. They're very early on in the journey. She's committed to it. but She just can't see why he is struggling so much. And she has not yet learned how to work around this. And that's very normal. And that's a part of the process. It's part of the fact that this is a marathon, not a sprint. We're not going to do anything perfectly ever in our life, and especially not in the beginning. So I want to at least help clarify, what are your options? That was one of the things she reached out to ask me. What are my options with my son? Being home, he's he's only, he's a little guy. He's very early on in this journey. She said, being home, he's bored because he's not got enough activities to do. She's also working from home. And so I was able to explain to her, and now I'm going to explain to you, the differences between a homeschool co-op and a homeschool tutorial, which are both very excellent opportunities for your child to make connections, to get out some of that extra energy, to lighten your load for the teaching and to be able to pour into your whole family while you pour into other families as well. So both a co-op and a tutorial are excellent resources. They're just very different resources with very distinct differences. And depending on your family's needs, one will fit you better than the other. So defining a homeschool tutorial and homeschool co-op is where I want to start. A homeschool tutorial is typically more of a small group setting where there's someone who is more like a tutor. We chose, as in my family, to use a homeschool tutorial. For many seasons in our life, that was a wonderful option for us and it supported our family because I had a lot of kids and they were all needing different things from me, especially as a special needs mom. So for me to have that small group setting where there was a contracted teacher that could help specifically work on a singular subject or skill with my child that I signed up for their class was a tremendous blessing and a tremendous benefit. A homeschool co-op is very similar. It's still a large group of families. I ta- I've tended to find that co-ops are often a little smaller than tutorials, but still a large group of families who come together and they share resources, knowledge, and expertise themselves instead of hiring a contracted teacher or tutor. And that's how they enhance their child's homeschool education. But there's a key difference between the tutorial and the co-op, and that's really the level of involvement. Like I mentioned, I was very overwhelmed with the special needs of my children and a couple of them, and the therapy I needed to provide, and how to juggle all of the various tasks I needed to do at home to keep our home going, keep the therapy going, um, because we got trained to do our own therapy after a while. And so I needed to be the one to implement that. And, you know, still juggling, picking up groceries and the errands and the medical appointments. And so I was very glad to have that extra support of a tutorial where I had a specific teacher helping. 
that let me not be as involved. I didn't need to be there full time every single week with my other children who weren't able to really be involved. Some families are able to do that and their kids are able to tag along or the ages are just simply not spread out that much and all the children can be involved in a co-op. But my family was more spread out. I could not just hang out all day long at a co-op or at a tutorial and still meet the needs of my family and take care of myself. So for us, the level of involvement in a tutorial being lower was really helpful. The tutor or the contracted teacher was the one who was taking responsibility of teaching the subjects or the skills. And many times it was also parents of children involved in our tutorial who would sign those contracts because they also had skills. Many had been teachers or had passions for the subject that they were teaching, and they were very willing and able and loved, loved to teach those subjects, which then that love poured out into the children and impacted them positively. But my role was more of a facilitator during those years. So when my oldest child, for example, was signed up for his literature and writing classes, I wasn't the one sitting down at the table teaching him those skills every day. He would go to class and he once a week and he would get a really good lesson. And then I was just there to facilitate the remaining lessons that he needed to do and the work he needed to accomplish through the week. And then he was held accountable by the teacher at the co-op, though, of course, as parents, we are always actually account the people who are fully (laughs) to be the accountability partner of our child. But it was nice because I felt that I had an extra support, an extra set of eyes when I was already very busy and overwhelmed. In a co-op though, it's different. More, the parent is more involved in the teaching process and each family typically takes on a responsibility for teaching a specific subject or skill at that co-op each week. And sometimes the parents can rotate the teaching duties. Each co-op is designed independently by the people who have established it, by the families who are involved in it. And so each one may look very different. If you go to one at one town and then hop over to another town, it's likely not going to look the same. But in, in general, the principle is that there's less parental involvement in the tutorial and there is more parental involvement in a co-op. So in a co-op, you may get the opportunity to know the families better. You may get the opportunity to understand what the you know children there need more or just to pour out your skills, your talents into that community, which is lovely. And if you have the resources to do so, oh, such a blessing to so many people. So the other factor here is that when you as the parent are at a co-op, usually, and you're doing a lot of the teaching, a lot of the hands-on, you're involved, you're there every day, or I mean every week for the whole day, your costs will be lower. So there's not the payment of a tutor, the payment of a contracted teacher. Now, in our tutorial, it was still very incredibly priced. I mean, the teachers were magnificent, and the cost was a fraction of what any kind of a private school would have been. But it was still a cost because we were dropping our children off with a teacher, a set of teachers. And in a co-op, you're going to have a lot less cost. There will be costs for supplies unless the co-op is set up where the families all decide who's donating what. But it's, it's something to be considered. You know, if your family is more financially limited 
and you have the time and you have the ability to pour into that community, you can go join a co-op and benefit significantly for lower cost. Okay, there's another difference. So we talked about the difference in the actual structure with the different, you know, the teachers and tutors versus parent-led totally, 100%. And we talked about the cost difference. But there's still another difference, and that is the commitment. So a tutorial is typically an actual long-term commitment. So we had our structure that it was one semester at a time, and we would do registration on a semester basis, but some are for a whole year. And it will depend, again, based on who has established a tutorial and the parents involved, the families involved in that tutorial. So if we were to have pulled our child out all of a sudden, then we would have lost you know, we would have lost money. We would not have recouped that because the teacher needed to be paid. And that's fair. If the teacher has been paid for a certain number of students and I decided halfway through the semester, oh, well, we can't come anymore. The teacher has already made the commitment based upon what they would be paid for that semester. So, you know, our commitment was for that entire duration of the time. On the other hand, in a co-op, it's a bit more flexible, especially if you aren't someone who has committed to being the teacher of a specific subject, then you do have a lot more flexibility. Although, please remember, if you have committed to teaching something, other families are counting on you. So please do fulfill your commitment to the best of your ability, or at least find someone else who will be willing to take over that commitment for you. And don't leave your co-op hanging. Parents really rely on that community support when they get involved in a co-op. Let me tell you a little bit about our tutorial and why I loved it so much. Because we were able to pay for the classes to, to support and pay the teachers, we were able to have a very full spectrum offering of classes. We were able to have band. We were able to have biology that they did the labs. So I wasn't having to do the labs at my kitchen table. Some parents love to do the labs. I feel very overwhelmed by the idea of procuring a cow eyeball to do the dissection and to teach and walk my student through all of those aspects. However, I love to do art. Some parents don't love to do art and they don't want the paint and they don't want the mess and they would prefer to have a teacher who loves art and who is able to contain the mess, who already owns the supplies to do that. And so at our tutorial, the kids were able to sign up a la carte. We were able to only sign them up for one class a day if we wanted to, or sign them up in a coordinated way for classes all day long. And that included lunch and PE and drama if they wanted drama or, you know, a whole plethora of classes that rotated each year based on the um, parents who were leading and how they established it. So it was a true blessing for us. It was such a good experience for our kiddos. Co-ops can be broad like that, but most of the time they're a bit more limited because, again, it's based just on the parent volunteer effort and the commitment is a bit lower. And yet it can be a fantastic, fantastic experience. So deciding which model is better for your family and your unique family needs, you can ask yourself a few questions. How involved can you be and do you want to be? in certain aspects of your child's education. For me, I believe we should be fully involved in all aspects, but there are totally appropriate times where we get somebody who is better at it 
than we are. <laughs> For me, there were many teachers at the tutorial who I felt were better at teaching my children certain skills than I was. And the children loved it and they responded well and we made wonderful bonds with other families while we were there. Another question you can ask is how much flexibility do you need in your schedule? So for me, I needed the flexibility. I needed the ability to drop the children off. I needed to be able to leave, take the other children to therapy, be able to do the errands and a bunch of other things because I had an overly full plate. Everybody feels like you have a full plate. I know that. So don't assume that I think you don't, <laughs> please. But just assess like what's realistic in your schedule. Can you actually commit Sometime, do you have the flexibility in your schedule to pour into other families in your local community to be able to go build those relationships and bonds? If you're able to either teach at the tutorial or pour into maybe hosting a class at the co-op, you just need to decide for yourself how much flexibility you have in your schedule. And then another question you can talk to your, your spouse about, um, but is how much you can afford to spend on educational resources. As homeschooling parents, we know we spend quite a lot usually, um, though thank goodness for things like libraries and online learning can minimize the expenses in so many ways. But, you know, the tutorial will be a, more likely a significant cost compared to a co-op. So that's another, you know, question you should assess, another way to evaluate. If you want a more hands-off approach to the teaching and you have the financial resources, then a tutorial could be a really good fit. But if you want to be more involved, you have the time and be even you. Here's another actual aspect to the flexibility question. With a tutorial, you're committed for the entire semester. With a co-op, you can kind of come and go more unless you're the one hosting a class. And of course, you need to ask your co-op leaders. Don't take my word for it. Again, every co-op is different. So check in with your co-op leaders. But typically, if you need to bail out by the second half of the semester because you're moving in your military, it's not as big of a deal. But you need to check with them. So anyway, you know, if you want to be involved, if you want those extra deep community connections, if you feel that you can pour into your community, then a co-op might be a good option for your family. So just know there are very distinct differences. I hope I was able to make those differences clear for you. And, you know, if you can't, if you haven't yet figured out how to even know what's in your area, the last tip I'll give you before we wrap up today is you can start calling around. Local churches often have a very good feel for what co-ops and tutorials exist in the region because many times churches are contacted by them to see if they can rent a space, if the co-op or tutorial can rent a space. So that is a good way to begin finding out what's in your local area. You can also look on social media, see if you can find any local homeschooling groups in your area on social media. Another way is you can contact your board of education. Sometimes they actually do know of homeschooling umbrellas, depending on the legal, well, just the laws in your state. Different states have different rules. Some states allow there to be basically like private homeschool groups. And the board of education usually knows all about them, has a list for you to choose from, depending on the state you're in, again. And that can be another way. That would not be my preferred way. I just personally... I've called around. I've asked at churches. Um, that's been a very effective way for me. So I hope this helps. Just remember, the most important thing really is finding what works best for you and for your family's unique needs. It's never going to be the same. Every single family is going to have their own unique style of learning, style of life, and be okay with that. Be content with that. And if that means neither tutorial or co-op work for you, 
that's okay. Enjoy the journey that you are on that God has given you. And I hope this helps. If you want to ask more questions, if you want to connect with other homeschooling families, please consider joining the group. We have a lovely little group filled with parents who are passionate for their children and, you know, can speak to things like homeschooling your special needs child or homeschooling your gifted child, homeschooling while having a chronic illness. I mean, there are just so many wonderful families who can offer resources if you're willing to be brave enough to post in the group and ask. <laughs> so come on over. The link's in the description. I also have a lot of other good info for you in the description. So go check it out. I like to put little goodies and tips and tricks. And there's a really good one in there about how to keep your energy high when you're a really busy parent. All right. Love you all. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening and spending time with us today. If you know anyone who could benefit from my mom's podcast, please share it and leave a review so others can find us too. See you next time.